This is News Talk. The airport always good for a front page story and it's the same again this morning dominating a number of the front pages. What they're looking at this morning is more uh, a look ahead to the bank holiday weekend rather than what's gone <clears throat> before us on uh, Sunday and indeed into a little bit of yesterday when some people were caught up in queues. But what's going to happen with the very, very busy June bank holiday weekend, the Irish Daily Mirror gate it sorted. Blundering Dublin airport chiefs have been told by the government fix the chaos by the bank holiday weekend. The DAA is due to meet Transport Minister Eamon Ryan this morning and they must outline plans to avoid further security check delays and we're also going to hear from the CEO of the DAA, Dalton Phillips, who will appear at an Oireachtas committee tomorrow, uh, although the use of the army to help has been ruled out. Um, I did see some people in the airport this morning on Twitter. They had photos up of you uh, looking quite busy in the terminals but then also saying it took about 45 minutes to get through security. Now you would expect it to be a little bit quieter midweek at the airport than the weekend so that's why I think the focus in the papers is on what they're going to do for the June bank holiday weekend. The Irish Independent Airport staffing levels stuck at 70% for the bank holiday. Dublin Airport will head in to the busy June bank holiday with staff levels at 70% of where they were before the pandemic and the Indo says that tensions remain high following a torrid weekend where more than 1,000 people missed their flights. So we'll see what the DAA is going to tell the government this morning. They have to come back with this plan but already airport officials telling the Irish Independent they're facing a very, very busy bank holiday weekend with passenger numbers approaching 95% of pre-pandemic levels but staffing numbers 70% of pre-pandemic levels. So you can do the maths on that yourself. Dublin Airport faces 1,000 claims is the front page story of the Irish Examiner. Uh, Dublin Airport going to be hit with more than 1,000 compensation claims from passengers who missed their flights. And the Taoiseach is warning that the chaotic scenes cannot be repeated over the June bank holiday weekend. And I suppose some of those who lost their flights will be wondering how quickly they're going to get this refund. In the Examiner, Michael Kilcoyne, chair of the Consumers Association of Ireland, saying there's no legislation underpinning reimbursements and that passengers should keep their receipts. So we'll see how quickly uh, they get their money back for those missed flights. Final airport story comes from the Irish Times and amazing to think what happened at the weekend given what the Irish Times says this morning is the fact that politicians were reassured only last week that Dublin Airport was making positive progress on key areas including security queuing. So last week politicians are told we're making good progress and then we have chaotic scenes at the weekend and a thousand people missing their flights. In a letter sent only on Friday now, so that the queues were on Sunday, but on Friday, according to the Irish Times, a letter was sent to the chair of the Oireachtas Transport Committee, Kieran O'Donnell, that letter being sent by the DAA, saying its teams were working tirelessly and that while operational challenges persisted in some areas at key times, it was pleased to report that we're making positive progress across a range of key areas. Let's see what any further letter to the Oireachtas Committee will say. It certainly won't be as positive as that. Other big story on the front of the Irish Times, the Chief Justice 
Justice has voiced strong concern about some of the government's proposals for reforming the system of judicial appointments. The Irish Times describing this as a significant intervention. Donal O'Donnell welcomed some key proposals in reforming the judicial system. However, he said that it is legitimate to question why practising lawyers are excluded from membership of the proposed Judicial Appointments Commission and why there must be an equal number of lay and judicial members. The Attorney General is to be a non-voting member on the nine-person commission. So, as it's described, a significant intervention there. Lisa Smith is on, obviously, a number of the front pages, as you would imagine. The Irish son, Tears of ISIS mum Lisa. Lisa Smith wept as she was found guilty of being a member of ISIS. The former Irish soldier was convicted at the Special Criminal Court yesterday. Mr Justice Hunt said he had no doubt the mother of one had travelled to Syria with her eyes wide open. The Irish Daily Star, Faces of Evil, they photographs of the five men who lured a 17-year-old girl into a car and attacked her as she walked home. Four of the men were convicted of rape while one was convicted of sexual assault. The victim told the court she hated herself for being innocent and added, all of you have made me feel like I wasn't even a human being. Big uh, report in the Irish Times this morning doesn't come as a surprise to me because uh, even around the corner from here, you go to different pharmacies and there are different prices for the things that you buy. So in the Irish Times, we're told that the cost of commonly used drugs can almost double between one pharmacy in the state and another, according to a new study. Now, I'm on a bit over the counter, but this report is about prescription drugs and how much it'll cost you if you're not on the HSE reimbursement scheme. So wide price variations and a lack of transparency in the pharmacy sector are highlighted in the research at Trinity College Dublin and the Royal College of Surgeons and none of the more than 1,500 pharmacies that were surveyed for this report put the prices up on their websites so you didn't know before you went in how much the products cost and one in eight that replied to a call or email did not provide a price despite regulatory guidance stating pharmacies should provide medicine prices to patients. So us patients are going into pharmacies we haven't a clue how much the prescription drug that the doctor has said we should get is actually going to cost us. To give some examples here, apologies in advance for my pronunciations of some of these drugs by the way, but for each of the 12 drugs investigated, the average price quoted was higher than the HSE reimbursement price for medical card patients. So to give an example there of Famsiclover, the average price quoted uh, to the report was €46, Euro, but the HSE price is €37.31. Also researchers found a typical prescription of prednisolone which is a commonly prescribed steroid costs 5 euro more 88% higher in the most expensive pharmacies compared to the least expensive pharmacies and then aspirin which nearly everyone in the country is on aspirin had the largest variation in price the top 10% of quotes averaged 9 euro 12 which is 97% higher than the 4 euro 62 which is charged by other pharmacies so what is going on why are some pharmacies charging more than others. I imagine people will be asking those questions later today. If you're wondering about these special education centres uh, and what's happening with them, well, the Irish Times pretty definitively says this morning they're not happening. A controversial plan to create special educational needs centres for children who don't have school places is dead in the water. This is according to government sources who've told the Irish Times that it's just not happening. So the plan was
was to set up these centres on a temporary basis to give education to dozens of students who didn't have a special class place in a mainstream school. But actually, it's not happening if you're to believe the government sources, who are usually well-placed, who are telling the Irish Times that this morning. Now, final story for you if you're a fan of coffee. Well, there's very, very good news for you this morning because you're going to live longer, apparently. If you have a moderate coffee habit, according to the Times of London, you can cut the risk of an early death by up to 31%. Now, of course, tomorrow in the papers we'll be told that if you drink coffee, you're going to die the next day or something like that. But this new research on more than 70, sorry, 171,000 people found that those who enjoy a couple of cups of coffee a day lived longer than non-drinkers and the apparent health benefits were present whether or not the drinks were sweetened with sugar. So a lot of people don't take sugar in their coffee. They try to be good, but actually you live longer if you do drink coffee, whether it has sugar in it or not. So that's the latest research. I'm sure there'll be something different tomorrow. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.